Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. How casual is casual sex? In this episode, I will be talking about casual sex versus gourmet sex. What is the impact of casual sex? Nine reasons why to go fuck yourself instead. The false liberation of the pill. Do you need many partners to be experienced? And are men and women built differently when it comes to casual sex? So for starters, let's define it. What is casual sex? A mutual agreement not to go deep, to have sex without emotions, to place barriers between yourself and another person so that you don't become attached to them, even when you are quite literally attached to them. You expose parts of yourself the most intimate parts, but try to act like that means nothing and you can't touch this, even though you be touching it all over the place. Casual sex is actually a massive contradiction and oxymoron. It's an illusion because sex by its very nature and definition is anything but casual and inconsequential. We'll get more into that in the whole episode, but the whole idea of casual sex is entirely opposite to the kind of sex that I teach people to have, which is sacred, profound, life-changing. All of your walls are down and you are deeply connected. In fact, the secret ingredient and most key ingredient for life-changing sex is vulnerability and total surrender. That is the kind of sex that changes your life. That is gourmet sex. When you fully open yourself to someone, heart and genitals, you tap into the magical, creative superpower that is the life force energy of the universe. The cosmic connection that you create in a relationship like this allows you to unleash your and the universe's superpowers. The transformative and enlightening energy that is the heart of conscious sexual union is yours to inhabit and wield anytime. In becoming deeply well-fucked, you become unfuckwithable. So I speak to this idea more in my Conscious Monogamy podcast episode, and I show you how to do it in my Coming Together for Couples salon. So when you are just fucking for the sake of fucking or to just have an orgasm, you can still get a certain boost from all the neurotransmitters and hormones you release, After all, sex is the best acupressure treatment going, given that you have a map of the reflexology points in your body on both male and female genitalia. But that high is usually short-lived and like a sugar
trigger high, it has no long-term value. Hence, the reason why people need to bust another one out so soon. This isn't deep nourishment. It's superficial, instant gratification that leaves you hungry for more. However, we live in a time and place where casual sex is and has been glorified for decades. We are bombarded with it constantly in the media, pop songs, movies, television shows. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. If the institutions and corporate media are embracing and pushing an ideology, you are not the resistance. You are not the rebellion. You are the agenda. But when it gets packaged as some kind of pseudo freedom counterculture, people eat that shit right up. (laughs) So to be clear, my thoughts and feelings about casual sex are not born out of any kind of moral judgment. I do not give a fuck who or what you decide to consensually do with your body. My apparatus for decision-making is always, does this give me energy or take it away? Does this make me a better, more self-realized version of myself, or does it diminish me in some way? This is ultimately the great barometric question I ask everyone about sex in general. Does sex leave you feeling energized, transformed, ecstatic, and like it changed your life? If not, you're doing it wrong. One way of having sex helps you to become more conscious, awake, alive, and connected to yourself and the world at large. And the other is about going unconscious, checking out, escaping. And this is the difference between junk food sex and gourmet sex. A couple could be married for 30 years and be having junk food sex, the kind where one or both of them just wants to get off and get it over with as fast as possible, or just, you know, check a box to say that they have sex once a week or once a month or once a year, whatever it might be. So we could say that casual sex is a form of junk food sex because, again, by its very definition, you are deliberately not trying to go deep and expose yourself and open up. So my work does not apply to casual sex. When people take my online salons and courses, the single people will sometimes ask me if they ought to go and find a partner for the purposes of doing some of their home play. In all of my classes, I give home play for both singles and couples. So granted, there are some techniques and exercises that can't really be done solo, although I've had people ask me if they can practice deep throating on a dildo or a banana. (laughs) But the idea is that for certain practices like that, you have this information at the ready for when you do meet someone that you'd like to go deep with. So in response to the casual partner question, I tell them not to bother. There's plenty of know thyself home play that they can be focusing on in the meantime. And engaging in it will help them to address their own patterns, blind spots, and self-sabotaging mechanisms that come up in relationships so they can level up their vibration and help them to attract a higher caliber partner in the future. But they cannot do that if they aren't occupying the most high caliber versions of themselves. So the advice I give them is to go fuck themselves, literally fuck themselves thoroughly, artfully, and heartfully, 
and then see what incredible magic unfolds in their lives. And this goes for men and women alike. For men, the most important sexual skill they can cultivate is stamina. Men need to be able to have sex for a minimum of an hour without ejaculating. Focusing on this when you are single is an epic way to build your sexual magnetism, boost your testosterone, and increase your cock and overall confidence. Guys, you can check out my Sexual Mastery for Men salon, and there's a free video preview series that you can watch at any time, even when the salon is not in session. Women need to focus on reconnecting to and strengthening their vaginas using a jade yoni egg practice and getting to know thyself and vaginas in all the ways. My Vaginal Kung Fu and How to Be a Well-Fucked Woman salons go into this for all women. And same thing, there are free video preview series available with home play that you can check out tonight, even when the salons aren't open for registration. So the best way to do this when you are single is by practicing on and with you, not wasting time and energy and valuable real estate within yourself in fucking around. You know how they say, fuck around and find out. Ha ha ha. So Those are my general thoughts about all of this, but I've got a bunch more on how casual sex really impacts you in ways that you've likely never even thought of before. First off, you have the exchange of karma and energy. So this is a quote from Shiva, the legendary god, from an old tantric text. Sex has the power of both illusion and liberation, depending on the participant's degree of conscious awareness. When a person accepts a sexual act as a gift, exchanges take place on several different levels simultaneously. There is a physical exchange and blending of secretions, a psychological exchange of life energies and polarities and attitudes, a karmic exchange through a convergence of destinies, and there is a spiritual exchange, a communion between spirits. On the highest level, all these exchanges add to the quality of the couple. During high acts of tantric sex, karmas and unresolved personality conflicts can be totally transcended. I love this. This just summarizes what I see to be the highest use of sex. So, you know, and look at like when you're engaging in an act that is designed to combine every cell, every bit of genetic code that exists within you with another person, do we really think that this only happens on a physical level? So what this tantric text doesn't go on to say is what happens during low acts of sex. I would suggest that sexual encounters open an energetic portal for a person's negative traits to come through to you as well, especially with the unconscious checked out way that most people have sex. I have spoken with seers like visionaries, you might call them psychics, who speak about the entities that they can see people have taken on from their sexual partners. And I've been with people who brought their literal demons into bed with with me, particularly those people who used drugs and alcohol, which open up your energy body and they leave holes in your aura for entities to come through. There was one partner I had and I had such a hard time breaking up with him for 
various reasons. I did a two month long parasite cleanse and I finally had the energy and the clarity to end the relationship. And I had done so much work, like emotional, psychological, energetic work to really think like, what were the patterns here? How was I engaging in this? And then I did this parasite cleanse and boom, that knocked it over the edge. It was so interesting to me that this energy of parasitism was multidimensional. All of this to say that you are fucking much more than a set of genitals. You are letting within you the energetic and karmic patterns of whomever, you know, you let into you and whatever other hangers on that they have floating around in the ethers. This goes for both men and women, even though men technically do the penetrating. So this idea of letting someone inside of you isn't just limited to the woman who physically lets someone inside of her. There's this deep exchange going on for both people. The next concept I would address is the false liberation of the pill and the illusion of casual sex. When the pill and hormonal birth control hit the scene, it seemed like a boon for women. Now they could have all the sex they wanted and not get pregnant. The problem with this is it makes the act of having sex seem like it's something that has no consequences whatsoever. Meaning the truth is every time you have sex, you have the power to create a new life. Well, technically not every time, because if you understand the female reproductive cycle, you know that you can only get pregnant for about six days out of each month, which means that women are pumping themselves full of hormone blockers because yes, the pill and all hormonal birth control are not balancing your hormones. They are blocking them for most of their lives, needlessly and destructively, all in the name of no consequence sex. And that is the lie. Every sexual act has a sacred potency to it that we have been conditioned to minimize and dismiss. The amount of casual, cheapened sex that we are all exposed to on a daily basis makes me think that this is a deliberate smokescreen, you know, hidden in plain sight, for people to have the literal creative power of the universe at their genitals, at their fingertips, and yet have no understanding of it. Instead, they eject all of this energy out of them. The pill is sold to women and men as this great feminist liberator, but it's really the great trap. As a WHO group one carcinogen, it's bizarre to me that they're even allowed to be prescribed at all, but hey, that's the MLM scheme of allopathic medicine. It wreaks havoc on your hormones for years to come with all of that increasing exponentially with the amount of time a woman is on it for. But more than all of that, it's how it makes the whole act of having sex seem utterly casual, right? This throwaway thing, there's no importance to it. All of that has been totally removed from the act. And then you have the idea of the imprinting of disposability. Every time you are having casual sex, you are imprinting on your system the vibration of contracting and holding back, of only sharing certain parts of yourself in order to be accepted or to fit a certain situation, rather than showing up in your full resplendent glory and shining your light all over the place. Casual sex is an embedded practice of dimming your light and reducing your uniqueness and your value to try to connect with somebody. And that's the energy and the messages that you are giving your deepest self during the apex of 
of one of the most creative moments, sexual connection and orgasm, when you are tapping into the literal creative and manifesting power of the universe and you are saying, hold back, I don't deserve all that much and so I'll settle for these crumbs. It's a kind of black magic that you are perpetuating unto yourself. Feng Shui and clearing space. So in the principles of Feng Shui, they talk about the importance of removing old and stagnant energies from the atmosphere around you so that not only can you think more clearly and improve your overall energy flow in your mind and surroundings, but you create space for new and up-leveled experiences to come to you. If your energy field is already occupied, it's sending a message out to the universe with a no vacancy or kind of no vacancy, I'm actually rather confused about what I want, sign on your forehead. You'd be much better off to spend your time on your own growth and healing, and as I said before, addressing patterns that may have played out in previous relationships. Throw yourself into a salon, do some somatic therapy, commit to daily self-pleasuring and breathwork sessions. By doing all of that, you are elevating your IQ, your intimacy quotient, the capacity that you have for a deep and conscious relationship that will actually contribute to and uplift your entire higher life. Then you attract a higher caliber partner from this energy of, I value myself. I am the best and I want the best instead of I settle or this isn't really what I want, but I'll take it for now. Every thought and action you take is constantly communicating to the universe around you what you want and what you were worth. The universe then takes that order and helps you to create it. By adding the most powerful procreative energy in the universe, sexual energy, you amplify all of that creative power and these intentions, even if they are unconscious within you, 100-fold. From that perspective, we could even think that casual sex is dangerous in terms of what you are putting out there and the messages that you are giving to every cell in your body. So the false notion that you need lots of partners to be experienced. This has somehow been embedded in our cultural psyche. Obviously, we are all familiar with the idea of 10,000 hours to be a master of something. The question then becomes, is the experience of being with many people or a few people more valuable? I would say that I have learned infinitely more, sexually speaking, in my committed relationships than during casual sex. And it's not even comparable. <laughs> in fact, I can't think of a significant sexual thing I learned in a casual sex situation. All of my deep learning happened within committed partnerships. Why is that? Because we created a safe and trusting haven in which to explore. We created the time to go deep and build from one experience to the next. You know how I'm a proponent of the three-hour sex date. Then that might happen in casual sex, but I doubt it. With that kind of time, you get to the most deep places. You have the space to open up. You take chances. You bear yourself emotionally and sexually. And it was within these sessions that I discovered things like cervical orgasms, G-spot orgasms, how anal sex could open me up to God. I learned how to deep throat a massive cock. <laughs> so I never went into any of these experiences with 
technique, right? Or with a guide of how I, you know, steps to do these things. I went in with trust and openness and the knowledge that I was free to learn and explore without judgment. To get to the really deep places I speak of and to have the kind of sex that changes you and isn't just busting out a lustgasm or a stressgasm, you need to feel safe and you need to feel seen. To be vulnerable and reveal the deepest places within yourself because after all, you are letting someone into the deepest places within yourself. And for me, all of those things opened up with that magical combination of emotional and sexual surrender. It had to have both. There's no way all of the doors would have been closed to me in terms of these deeper metaphysical life-changing experiences if I was only going in there half-cocked, haha, as in just with my physical being and barricading off the rest of me. Men versus women. Does the notion of casual sex apply differently to men and women? The reality is that in our culture, men are conditioned to be more sexual and women are conditioned to be more emotional. It's not that men inherently are less emotional or women inherently are less sexual. It's how we've been programmed. Sexually speaking, women have much more stamina than men who, for the most part, if you give them three minutes of doggy style, they are down for the count. Women, on the other hand, once they are awakened sexually, are insatiable and multi-orgasmic. They do not have an off switch. Just this week in one of my vaginal kung fu salon Q&A calls, one of our middle-aged, well-fucked women all-stars was talking about how she is so wet all the time that she leaves puddles everywhere, and now she wants to have sex three times a day, and her husband can barely keep up with her. Oh, the trials and tribulations of the well-fucked. So the notion that men just somehow need more sex or more random sex is really more of an expression of men who've been circumcised and who are very disconnected from their cocks, from their hearts and their cocks, and they can more easily buy into the notion that they should want lots of casual sex. So some years back, a friend of mine came out of a long-term relationship and he was so excited to play the field. Now he could go and fuck as many women as he wanted to. And he did. And he called me at one point because he was having issues, erectile issues. Kim, Kim, I don't understand what's happening to me. I've never had this happen before. What is it? Well, I'm sleeping with five different women and I'm having issues with my erection. Okay, tell me more. Well, you know, I'm having problems staying hard with all of the women, except for one, the one that I really like. It's no problem at all. So this guy had talked himself into the idea that he ought to be some kind of wonderland fuck machine and that when he then created that situation, his cock was giving him clear messages that he couldn't read for himself. It responded to the woman I really like, but nobody else. And he couldn't even grasp that in his head. Even he was his saying that to me out loud, he still couldn't put it together. Like I've said, the exaltation of casual sex is programming. You don't know what you don't know, and then you can never go back once you do know it. 
Once you've had gourmet, life-changing sex, it's impossible to go back to the casual junk food version. Even if you do, it's just not the same. I would posit that people who extol the virtues of casual sex simply haven't had the kind of ecstatic, transcendent, being reborn into a new person version that I speak of. And once you do, your casual sex days are over, kids. Most people do not understand the power of what really good sex, gourmet sex, can do for you and your entire life. Until then, the paltry, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, sex seems as good as it gets. Nah, that is scraping the bottom of the barrel. There's about a hundred floors up to go from there. Casual sex is impossible to sustain. The name of the game with casual sex is to keep things in stasis. No growing, no dying. This goes against all the laws of nature where everything is either growing or dying. Nothing remains in stasis. The one night stand has been immortalized in our culture because it may be almost works in this game of let's get closer than two humans can ever get, but let's actually not get that close at all, okay? When you know that there is no future, no tomorrow, and you aren't ever going to see this person again, you might let your guard down a little further than if you knew you were doing this again next week. And therein lies the potential secret magic of the one night stand. You might get a little closer to the life-changing territory of complete surrender. But for the majority of encounters, especially those that are ongoing, the energy is either going to grow or die, meaning one or both people are going to get more emotionally attached or the connection will just fizzle out. This is one of the primary illusions of casual sex, that it's possible to keep it just casual for any length of time. So the last point is promoting the breakdown of the family unit. With the combination of a few overlapping agendas, such as the glorification of casual sex and the growth of polyamorous, oh, humans just weren't meant to be monogamous relationships, all of this diminishes the importance of the family unit. There's a deep metaphysical power in the union of male and female, the alchemical combining of masculine and feminine energies, the yin and the yang, these archetypal universal polarity energies and the container they provide in harnessing the procreative energy of the universe. Why do you think there is such a massive effort to undermine this kind of relationship right now? Because this is the creative power of the universe being tapped into every single time a woman and a man have sex. This is the portal to accessing other dimensions and to literally bringing new life into the world. As I always say, if you aren't creating babies with this energy, then you can learn to use it to create whatever you desire in your world. The power that a consciously monogamous couple has is unmatched. They, as a unit, become superpowers 
and uber manifestors and unfuckwithable, which may be why their very existence is a threat to any kind of power that might seek to oppress them. When you have the literal creative power of the universe on your side and available to you at every moment and you know how to use it, you are a threat to anything that seems to make people small and encumbered. So what do you do instead of going out and fucking random people? You go fuck yourself emotionally, mentally, and physically. By fucking yourself, you will unfuck yourself. I have had some of my most well-fucked periods when I was single. The pathway to your ultimate salvation lies between your own legs. To properly fuck and unfuck yourself, you can do this in a multitude of ways. So here are some suggestions. Do a seven-day self-pleasuring challenge using my Meditate, Masturbate, and Create sequence, which you can find detailed in my YouTube video called Self-Pleasuring 101. It's kind of geared towards women, but the practice is the same for women and for men. You can commit to a 30-day self-pleasuring challenge. You can sign up for one of my sexual savant salons. All of my salons can be done solo, even the coming together salon. And of course, they can be done coupled. So you study and you practice on your own if you're doing it solo. And then since you have lifetime access, you can do it all over again when you have your new partner. I have salons running all throughout the year. We just started the Vaginal Kung Fu Salon and the next one is coming together in April. And then in the summer, we have How to Be a Well-Fucked Woman followed by Supercock Sexual Mastery for Men. Take some crystal elixirs. In the Anami Alchemia online shop, I have created a series of crystal elixirs, which are vibrational medicines focused on sexual healing and cultivating sexual and creative power. They all come with guided visualizations and you take these medicines over a three-week period. I have Luscious for Women and Resurrect for Men, which are excellent to start with, are part of the Deep Healer series. Somatic therapies that help you to rewire neural pathways like breath work are excellent to use for clearing blockages. And I go into many more of these modalities in my online salons. Feng Shui Your Life. This is that clearing and cleansing idea that I talked about earlier. Are there any parts of you or your life that you don't want to let anyone into and have them see? If there are, those are the places you put your attention on to level up so that you feel ready to welcome somebody into all parts of your existence. Other podcast episodes of mine that I would recommend along these lines are How to Manifest Your Dream Partner, Conscious Monogamy, and Conscious Celibacy. Even if the salons I mentioned aren't open for registration now, each of them comes with a free preview video series with exercises you can practice tonight. In summary, all of this to say that your sexuality is one of the most powerful energies that you have available. You can choose to squander it, which is what the culture at large would encourage you to do, or you can choose to recognize it for the potent and sacred life-changing energy that it is and wield this power consciously and creatively. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.